2: This morning, Australia edges closer to a third Olympics. Brisbane looks set to host the 2032 Games. The New Zealand bubble bursts again. Travellers to be placed into hotel quarantine as a COVID outbreak in Auckland grows. Australia's vaccine program under scrutiny, the company tasked with the rollout warned after an untrained doctor administers an overdose to two elderly patients. And Tiger Woods, alert and responsive after his horror crash in Los Angeles.
1: This is 7 News with Jody Spears.
2: Good morning. Australia looks set to host the Olympics for a third time, with Brisbane expected to be named as the preferred location for the 2032 Games. A leaked IOC committee decision revealed South East Queensland has been elevated to targeted dialogue, meaning late stage negotiations are underway.
3: regional opportunity for an Olympic Games here in South East Queensland has come together and we've put our best foot forward to the IOC.
2: The final announcement is expected in July, just before the Tokyo Games begin. Australia's eastern states have imposed fresh restrictions on New Zealand travellers in the face of the COVID-19 outbreak in Auckland. Victoria is the latest to limit quarantine-free travel, with New South Wales and Queensland also enforcing mandatory hotel quarantining. It comes as at least eight cases have been linked to an Auckland high school, prompting a strict lockdown. Australia's mass COVID vaccine program is in turmoil after two Queensland aged care residents received an overdose of the drug. A doctor administered the equivalent of four doses to an 88-year-old man and a 94-year-old woman after failing to undergo proper training on how to del- deliver Healthcare it.
1: Australia has now advised that the doctor had not completed the required training, but asked the department to take action against the company and the doctor for what is a clear breach on both
2: fronts. Prime Minister Scott Morrison now faces a major blow to public confidence in the continuing rollout. Singing and dancing will soon be allowed at gatherings in New South Wales after the Premier announced a further easing of COVID-19 restrictions. From tomorrow, 50 visitors will be allowed in a home, 50 can attend a gym class and 30 people can share the dance floor at weddings. We're seeing an increase on the week previously on the number of people coming forward and getting tested, and that's good news. March 17, we'll see another set of rules eased, with standing and drinking at indoor venues to be allowed. The Australian Federal Police have confirmed they are investigating the alleged sexual assault of former Liberal staffer Brittany Higgins. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning Taylor, an official report has been made.
1: It has, Jodie. Good morning. With Brittany Higgins making a formal complaint to Australian Federal Police, alleging that she was raped in Defence Minister Lyndall Reynolds' office back in 2019. Ms Higgins initially did not want to pursue a, a, an inquiry with police two years ago, had asking officers not to pursue the investigation with fears it would affect her job. But she now says she hopes the alleged perpetrator will face the full force of the law. The issue has been a key focus in Parliament this past fortnight with the issue of just who knew what and when dominating question time it includes claims that it took two years for the afp to inform home affairs minister peter dutton about the politically sensitive investigation as they are required to do under their own guidelines i was
0: advised on the 11th of february and the prime minister had no idea about anything until last monday
1: i have been totally open
0: with this parliament
4: mr speaker
1: Meanwhile, under pressure, Linda Reynolds pulled out of a scheduled event at the press club yesterday, being admitted to hospital for, at, on advice of her cardiologist. But despite the minister now being on medical leave and five inquiries now underway, the government will still face serious questions
2: about who knew what and when. Jodie? Jodie? Okay, Taylor, thank you. It's been revealed overseas hackers are holding the New South Wales government to ransom after stealing information in a Christmas Day cyber attack. Data from transport, health and other departments has been stolen with the foreign hackers now demanding millions. There
4: has been an attack in, in terms of the health data here in New South Wales. The uh, health uh, ministry is working through the extent of the uh, the breach.
2: Police are establishing a new strike force in response to the hack, with ASIO now on the case. A former Queensland daycare centre director has been sentenced to six years in jail for the manslaughter of a three-year-old boy who was found dead on a school bus in Cairns. The toddler was found strapped in a car seat after being left on a minibus on a hot day last February. Michael Glenn-Lewis will be eligible for parole in 18 months. The Duke of Edinburgh has now spent a week in hospital as he continues treatment for an infection. 99-year-old Prince Philip checked into a London hospital on the advice of his doctor after feeling unwell. Buckingham Palace says the Prince is expected to remain there for several more days. It's believed he's being treated for a kidney infection. An outbreak of hand, foot and mouth disease is spreading across far north Queensland with at least 15 childcare centres now affected. Health authorities have told parents to be on alert for the highly contagious viral infection. 60 people have sought treatment at Cairns Hospital's emergency department since the start of the year. Symptoms include a runny nose, fever and a rash or blisters on the hands and feet as well as in and around the mouth. A man who kicked in the doors of a Sydney McDonald's has had his charge dismissed on mental health grounds. 32-year-old David Chidiak faced court charged with damaging property after venting his anger last month. It was claimed he'd refused to scan a QR code. The court heard Chidiak was a voluntary hospital patient being treated for drug-induced psychosis. There's new apps hitting our phones every day, but this one could make you thousands of dollars. From getting rid of unwanted household items to selling the entire house, it's already proving to be a one-stop shop.
4: Six months ago, Gold Coaster Shane Wallace set out with an ambitious dream to give Australians a locally developed mobile phone app to enable users to add a few extra dollars to the household budget.
2: WorkApp's an industry platform for workers and jobs, buying and selling, business advertising and promotions and much more.
4: His app connects sellers with buyers, from those cleaning out an old wardrobe or getting rid of used toys and white goods to selling the whole house.
2: Any real estate agent can upload all of their properties for sale or for rent, or a
4: private lister
2: can come and put their property on there
4: From the palm of her hand, Tam Wrigley has made it a side hustle.
2: Last three months I've probably made about $2,000 selling items on this app.
4: Small retailer David Rivers gave it a try with surprising results. I personally put a car on there and I think within an hour I sold it. As unemployment rose, so did people's urgency to find jobs such as gardening. Since COVID hit, users have grown by 50% to more than 15,000.
2: If you're looking for a job, you can put in your criteria or your CV and, you know, who you are, what you do. The
3: thing I like about it, it's free. A bonus to
4: try to get back on track. Steve Tipness, 7 News.
2: A growing number of private schools are banning the 1980s mullet hairstyle, saying it's not suitable for young gentlemen. The latest to rule the mullet unacceptable is Sydney's Waverley College, after the trend made a return among the schoolboys there.
3: There's got to be a rule, but I don't really know if banning it's the best thing. You know, I mean, let the boys do what they want, you know. How could, can can be good, but some people go a bit over the top?
2: The divisive do will be on display this weekend at Mullet Fest in Curry Curry. A Sydney aged care home has celebrated six extraordinary women all now in their hundreds. With cups of tea and just a few glasses of champagne, they've shared memories of the six centuries between them.
3: Celebrating a remarkable sisterhood of century makers at Dremoyne's Minamurra Aged Care. How did you get to 103?
0: I forgot to die.
3: (laughs) Claire's also turning 103. Emily and Yvonne, 101. Mari, the baby, 100 last week. 101-year-old Betty remembering the doctor who said she'd last until 85.
1: I keep on meaning to look him up and see if he's survived.
3: (laughs) Yvonne, one of the first women to join the New South Wales Police, reflecting on duty.
0: I was in the army and then I was in the police and I was sort of... Uh, I just, I just led a good life, that's all I suppose
3: Through so much change Harbour Bridge being built The thing that changed my life was the atom bomb Some born during the Spanish flu pandemic a century later caught up in COVID
0: This virus has been, been the most thing, worst thing ever
3: The lessons of adversity
0: The things that you think are the worst that could possibly happen often turn out to be really good for you. I certainly
4: was blessed with more things than anybody else.
3: Blessings counted a hundred times over. Wonderful, but two beautiful children. I couldn't have asked for much more. Paul Kadak, 7 News. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts?
2: American drug regulators have deemed Johnson & Johnson's COVID-19 vaccine to be safe and effective, paving the way for its formal approval. The Food and Drug Administration says the company's vaccine is 66% effective overall and up to 86% effective against severe forms, including the South African variant. Johnson & Johnson says if it's given the green light, the company will be able to provide 20 million doses of the vaccine by the end of March. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is rising this morning. The Nasdaq is as well. In London, the FTSE closed higher and Germany's DAX surged. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei and Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell. So did the All Lords and the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at US dollars an ounce. Oil is US$63 a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 79 US dollars 84 Japanese yen and seven New Zealand. A trial is underway to help women worried about a low libido. The study is looking at whether a nasal spray developed in Ireland could be a potential treatment. It's estimated 10% of premenopausal women have what's called hypoactive sexual desire disorder, which causes them distress. British socialite Galen Maxwell has offered to give up her UK and her French citizenship in exchange for bail. Maxwell is accused of helping convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein recruit teenage girls for sex. The 59-year-old has been denied bail twice, with a judge deeming her to be a flight risk. Maxwell is due to stand trial in July. Golfing legend Tiger Woods is responsive and recovering in hospital after surviving a horrific car crash in Los Angeles. Let's go live now to US correspondent David Woywood. Good morning David. Woods will have a long and painful recovery after emergency surgery on his right leg.
0: Yes, he sure will, Jody Tiger Woods has absolutely shattered his leg here. Surgeons have confirmed that overnight, saying the golfing superstar has sustained multiple fractures, including a compound fracture as a result of this horrific car crash yesterday. Essentially, that means the bone was protruding through the skin of his leg. Now, he's had that emergency surgery. A rod has been inserted into his leg, as well as a number of uh, pins and screws to try and help stabilise his foot and his ankle. Now his team have released a statement overnight and this is the good news saying he is currently awake, responsive and recovering in his hospital room after undergoing a long surgical procedure on his lower right leg. It was a breathtaking crash of course, his car absolutely demolished and emergency crews are still marvelling at how he has survived this.
1: The interior of the cabinet of the vehicle was more or less intact, the front end was totally destroyed, the bumpers, everything was destroyed airbags deployed, all of that, and uh, however, thankfully, the interior was more or less intact, which kind of gave him the cushion to survive uh, what's uh, otherwise would have been a fatal crash.
0: Yes, it's an incredible uh, story of uh, survival here, but we do know that Tiger Woods is a fighter. He proved that in 2019 uh, when he returned to the game, taking out his fifth Masters uh, there, so arguably his biggest fight now on his hands if he is to return to the world of golf, golf, Jody,
2: Sounds like it. OK, thanks, David. Violent clashes have broken out in Bolivia as protesters took to the streets demanding the government repeal a controversial health emergency law. Police used tear gas in a bid to disperse huge crowds in the capital, La Paz. The new law has angered healthcare workers because it bans them from striking during the coronavirus pandemic. Hospitals are currently struggling to deal with a second wave of coronavirus. The skies over southern Germany have turned pink after a cloud of dust swept in from the Sahara Desert. A huge cloud of fine sand from Algeria has blanketed the region, including the cities of Munich and Stuttgart. The rare phenomenon was caused by a storm in the Sahara combining with a high-pressure system. While the spectacle is stunning to look at, the dust particles do add to air pollution. Good news for Panthers fans. Stephen Crichton will remain a Panther until the end of 2023. The 20-year-old had attracted a lot of attention during the off-season after a breakout 2020 season, scoring 17 tries in 22 games. Meantime, Luke Keary will miss the Roosters' trial match against the Raiders after suffering a hamstring injury at training. Saturday's clash will be Raiders hooker Josh Hodgson's first since July, making a return from his second knee injury. Test stars Steve Smith and Mitchell Stark are out of the return Sheffield Shield clash against Victoria today Smith suffered a left elbow injury during the India series that could be serious For him to miss a game of cricket uh, when we don't really have that much on I think he must be pretty, pretty sore Stark will miss the game after his father Paul lost his battle with cancer
0: It's very sad,
4: sad news and all our thoughts and prayers are going out to Mitch and his family.
2: In last week's loss to the Vicks, Lyon took 10 wickets, his best ever figures in a Shield match. Jamie Wincup doesn't want a funeral tour. Instead, he wants to be the king of the mountain one more time and win a historic eighth Supercars Championship before retiring at the end of the year. The 38-year-old will take over as team principal of 888 Race Engineering in 2022. All the Supercars action starts on Saturday, live and free on 7. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, thunderstorm activity is increasing over central and eastern Queensland as well as northern New South Wales. Low-level cloud from an onshore airstream is affecting parts of eastern New South Wales. Cloud from two cold fronts lies southwest of both Tasmania and Western Australia. Around the capitals today, a shower or two in Brisbane and in Sydney, a top of 26 degrees in Canberra, mostly sunny in Melbourne, afternoon showers heading for 20 degrees in Hobart, partly cloudy in Adelaide, 23, sunny and 31 in Perth today, and showers and a possible storm in Darwin. And that's seven early news for this Thursday, the 25th of February.